Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello guys and welcome to Access All Areas. I'm Bobby Norris and tonight I'm joined by a lovely, stunning co-host, the lovely, the gorgeous, the amazing Priscilla. How are you, my love? Hey, Bobby. I am so excited to be joining you. Oh, this is... Yeah, we're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. I'm great. And Oh, that intro was everything. (laughs) (laughs) It's so lovely to have you with me this evening. And can I just say how stunning you are? I mean, obviously, you're staying on the telly. You're even blooming and glowing on a Zoom, and I'm here for it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Get my glow. See the glow. (laughs) But you look, you're looking, you're looking pumped. You're looking, yeah, you've been going hard. Thank you, babe. Yeah, do you know what? I, I never thought I'd be that guy. Um, I, I kind of was a bit late to the party joining the gym. But since since starting it, I just absolutely love it. More than anything, it, it's good for my head mm-hmm. to train. Um, yeah, well, I just absolutely love it. So uh, being over there, being over there today. How's your day been? You been up too much? I have had a, I had my laser hair removal. I'm three oh. seconds in, and I'm telling you, I am loving this new clean me. <laughs> it's so weird you say that because I was literally about two nights ago. Someone DM'd me about this actually, and I've been numbing and ahhing because I can't tell you the amount of V I get through. Not an ad, but if anyone from V is listening, get in touch because we'll do an ad. I get through so much of it, and not because I'm airy, because I'm not. I get about three airs on my chest. I've got about four on each leg, mm. but I like to be completely hair free. So I thought I might go down that route. What is it like? Is it a painful procedure? How's your pain threshold, though? Can you tolerate pain? Um, see, I, I, I can sit and have tattoos. I've got like a sleeve. I think I've got about eighteen tattoos. So. That kind of pain I can do, but yeah, you I mean, I, I, when it comes to blood tests and things like that, I'm a baby. I don't mind, yeah, I don't mind a tattoo gun, mm-hmm. but yeah, needles, I'm not a fan of needles. I'm a bit of a phobic. Do you know what? You will be absolutely fine. So how I describe the pain at first is like, imagine getting an elastic band and it just like pinging you. That's, See, how- that's a bit like a tattoo. Yeah, and it's just con- constant. But each time you go... Because the hair follicles get thinner, the pain goes like my armpits now. I'm sitting there chilling, having the time of my life, and it's just conversing. <laughs> Is it like a burning sensation? It does get a bit hot, but then with the actual gun that they use, there's like cool air blowing out. So it's like it's hot, but then it cools down straight away. But you you can do it. I'm going to do it. it it's a sign that you bought this up. I'm all about signs and that. Um, yeah, I'm going to absolutely give it a go. So what have you done? Underarms, if that's not too personal to ask. No, absolutely. I've done my <laughs> underarms and I've done the whole Brazilian. So all downstairs, I was like, this has got to go. So Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I might just get the lockdown. It, it makes sense. It's more hygienic, more clean. And you just feel better. Like I like a little clean... Clean cleavage, shall I say. Yeah, Yeah, there is something about, yeah, being airfree. I know different horses for different courses, but for me personally, I like when I get out of the shower and I'm moisturised, I like to be silky smooth, shall we say. (laughs) But do it, like, you won't regret it at all. I'm going to do it. 
babe, it, it, it's gonna happen. We'll it's compare notes. To be honest, I don't know how many sessions I'll need because I've hardly got anything. But I guess it's just the follicles and it, whatever's yeah. deep rooted in there. Yeah, it take so them all of about seven minutes probably to do, mate. It's so quick. I was in and out less than ten minutes, and that that's including me videoing myself. I'm like, hey, getting <laughs> <laughs> getting that content for the gram. Yeah, gotta get the content. Can't forget it. But when I'm telling you, you do like six sessions in total, but that's just so that the hair doesn't grow back. So each time it gets lighter and lighter. But um, yeah, but you'd love it. You'd love it. Perfect. I- I'm doing it. I'm doing it, babe. Sold. So it's been one of them weeks, hasn't it? It's it's all going on. Now, we love to start the show with a bit of showbiz news. I'm always here for it. What's caught your eye, hun? Oh, one thing we have to talk about. Mariah Carey season is here. It certainly <laughs> is. For it's me, up, it's not Christmas until I hear that song. Yeah, and she entered it fabulously. I mean, she did the Halloween video of like a witch on a bike. And then on the 31st, then on the ver- on the 1st, she's all there in her Christmas wear, like, it's here. Yeah. She knows it's coin season. Literally midnight, yeah. the 1st of November, Mariah goes into full-on Christmas mode. And you know what? Happy days. Girls got a rate. Do you know what I mean? Cost of living and everything. But, um, I, I mean, it's her time, isn't it? But... I was reading up on it because obviously I love a little bit of Mariah. I'm only human. And I'm just going to put it out there. It is my favourite Christmas song of all time. And that's always my massive indicator that it's Christmas. That and the Coca-Cola truck. And I've not seen that advert yet, actually. I've seen a lot. But where's holidays are coming? Holidays are coming. I've not seen it yet. So it's not Christmas. Oh my gosh! But I have been reading about the old, uh, the old Mariah. Not calling her old, by mm. the way, just in case she's not Mariah. Love ya. Um, trying to trademark herself as Queen of Christmas to not much success. What's your thoughts on that, Priscilla? I think that was very cheeky. Very, <laughs> very, very cheeky. I mean, we will give it to you in terms of us calling it. But trying to trademark a whole Queen of Christmas, you did not come up with with the season. You did not Christmas. Fair enough, you've coined off of it, but it doesn't belong to you solely. So I thought that was cheeky. So they did good in saying, Mariah, uh, 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 we're gonna we're gonna rein this in a bit. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna say no on that occasion, and I agree with them. She gets enough from the song alone. Well, I read allegedly, I think she makes at least, this is obviously all, all rumour mill, but a minimum of two million every Christmas just from that song being played, which to her is probably a, a drop in the ocean, two mil. But it, it, to us, it, it's a lot of dough, two mils, two mil, especially to earn it just in like the lead up to Christmas. But I know what you mean. I think, I mean, I'm going to be really real. I can't imagine another human in the world even trying to trademark that. Only Mariah could. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, And, yeah, but I think a couple of people tried to appeal it and reject it, and I think that's why it's not gone through. But, um, like you say, it's it's a hard one, isn't it? Because although, and I'm giving it to you, as I've said, my favourite Christmas song, I'm sure I'm not alone, um, You've done it, you smash it year in, year out. But do you officially need that title? I wonder 
if, if it's more for like merch. Because I, I, Queen of Christmas, if you say Queen of Christmas, for me, I'm like MC. Who else? Got to yeah. be. Yeah. But if it becomes for like, yeah, if it comes to for merch and because you, you want to be able to put that on things, it kind of does open up a can of worms for so many other avenues, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Because as you said, she gets almost, what, two million, which mm. is nothing for her. But then you have all these little Christmas festivals, Christmas markets, all these vendors that are putting things out for Christmas. So where do they get to eat? So I thought it was ultimately very cheeky because anything Christmas, Queen of Christmas related would have to be run through her. And is she going to give someone else another coin? I don't think so. She's just going to be like, no, it's not coming from me. No, it's not my kind of taste. And you know, she's a bougie girl. She loves the finest thing. So if you are not like crossing those T's, dotting those I's, she's going to be like, absolutely not. Yeah, that that is a good point, actually. If it comes to someone like Ariana trying to release a Christmas single one year, I think Mariah's going to be like, forget it. Ain't happening. So I guess it kind of gives someone too much of a monopoly over something, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, she's already so, uh, the song of the season. I don't think exactly. She... And and let's have it right. You wouldn't mind being a pound note behind the woman, and <laughs> she's going to rate all right this Christmas. She's doing all right, and even in a cost of living crisis, I, I think she's she, she's she's doing good. So do you know what? You, you might you might have lost the the trademark, Mariah, but you're doing all right, girl. So um, it, it's one of them things. I, I'm sure she's probably not too bothered anyway, as we say. I mean. Mariah Carey, come on, just do another. T- I will need her to come and do a tour. I did see her a few years back. Actually, she was at the O2. She, like, it was a Christmas one, um, and literally, I think it, it was the the last song was obviously the the iconic one, which you're all there for. Um, so yeah, just just bang out another couple of tours, babe. And I wonder how much she would earn being Queen of Christmas. I mean. That would probably piss all over the two mil in airplay, actually. Because if you think of every every jumper, every scarf, every glove. Anything you can think of, like she would be able to make, yeah, she would make a raking. That's like printing your own money, isn't it? Absolutely. (laughs) You should do like a little winter wonderland, though. I'd go to Mariah Carey's Christmas Wonderland. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That'd be cool. If she yeah, if she stands on stage and sings as we go go down the with Skelter or whatever. Love that. Absolutely. So moving on from the lovely Mariah and Christmas, have you been watching another indicator for me that Christmas is fast approaching? Is always when the jungle starts. Have you been watching this year's I'm a Celeb? I have been watching I'm a Celeb this year, and we have a few interesting people. <laughs> Talk to me, babes. Talk to me. <laughs> First of all, I was screaming when I saw Boy George in there, firstly. Yes. I just thought he was absolutely incredible. But the person who is stealing all the shine is obviously Matt Hancock. Mm, very and much so. He teased us because he wasn't starting lineup. He came in slightly later. So I thought they dropped him because everybody had the backlash of why is he going in? He's currently a, a running politician. Like, why is he doing this? So I genuinely thought they dropped him. And then they did the whole slow-mo, the teasing. And I was like, Yeah, it's very Absolutely killed me with the hat and the way that the laugh and the look at the camera. 
I yeah, it, the VT at the at the top of that episode just absolutely killed me. What's your thoughts? Because obviously everyone over here and everyone who's watching is talking about it. Even people that have never watched an episode of I'm a Celeb in their life. It's got everyone talking. I'm sure there's more than a handful of people in the House of the Parliament that have downloaded the app and have been voting for him to do all them trials. Let's have it right. What's your thoughts on how Camp reacted to him going in and, and how, how they are now? Have you seen a little bit of a difference as the days have gone on? So how everyone reacted, obviously, I think everyone was like, what is he doing? Why is he going on there? Is he trying to do some sort of redemption in the public eye? Which I think I had very similar thoughts. I thought this is, he's trying to, he's, he's redemption time. And I was just almost like, you did what you did. Why do you need redemption? Why are you going on the show? But then I was like, let's see what he's going to do. Yeah. He's been in there. I've kind of been, I'm a, I am I don't know. I think I'm warming up to him, you know, Bobby. I think I'm warming up to him. <laughs> and this is kind of the situation I think a lot of people are now going to find themselves in with it is because when anyone goes in the jungle, you, you judge, obviously, but before they go, when we get, like, leaked um, lists of who, who the celebs are going to be, everyone starts going, on, oh, what's your thoughts, this, that, and the other? And people assume how they think that's going to be. Yeah. But when you strip all that back, a day or two in, especially by day three, when all them celebs are in there, whatever part of the industry they're from, that kind of all gets stripped back and you're then watching them living that life in the jungle. So it's obviously when it was announced, the lead up to it in the first couple of days I'm going in, it's still fresh on everyone's mind. Now, I mean, I think it's always going to be on people's mind what what the horrificness of of COVID and all of that was. But that aside, I think now, because he's done so many trials, he's had so much airtime, also, the celebs in the camp as well. It's a really hard situation because you would you don't want anyone to feel left out, to feel like they're bullied, because mm. um, there'd be nothing worse than, than being isolated yes. in, in the jungle by the other nine, ten, eleven celebs. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's just awful. You wouldn't want that to happen to anyone. So, I think some people now are swaying. When I've seen like people like doing indicator polls on social media and stuff where day one he walked into now I think the last I saw like 28% of people had warmed up to him slightly now when he gets back to a throw whether that sticks or not who knows because there's a hell of a lot of people and I think it all depends on how your lockdown was what your situation was sadly who lost people like it so that Everyone's got a different experience for lockdown. Although we was all in it together, everyone had a slightly different experience. So there's one thing judging the man now on an hour's edited episode mm-hmm. um, from his time over the last 24 hours living in a jungle. But I don't know whether, whether he comes out. And I don't. Do you think he could possibly win it? He ain't going to win. Absolutely. No, I don't think he's going to he win. He's not going to win. I don't, I don't think he has the personality, the character or any of that to win it. I feel like this is just making us see him more in a human form. So it's almost like when he's in the jungle, I'm almost able to 
well, starting to kind of separate the person from the business. And I feel like yeah. that's, what the jungle, what, that's what the jungle is doing now. And that's just seeing him in this new environment. When he comes back out and it's business as usual, I don't think that person is going to, comes back out. He's going to put on his suit, put on his tie and go back into business mode. I don't necessarily think he's going to take that same remorse or whatever he feels back out with him. And I don't really know. Like, for example, when I think, was it Babatunde or Charlene? I think, I know they both had conversations with him. And one thing, obviously, he was sorry for um, was um, obviously he felt remorseful about the um, situation, the adultery, whatever that happened. But when they were asking about PPE and things like that, he kind of wasn't taking ownership about it. He was just pretty much just saying that at that time, it just was the best that he could do when it was just like, there was definitely some mismanagement in this all over process. So for him to not own up to the mismanagement, it's kind of like, okay, you're still not ready from a business point of view. You're still, you're still not ready to make that transition and kind of do better is what I feel personally. So yeah. I'm going to enjoy him as a human being and for the entertainment purposes while he's in there, but what he does, his line of work still questionable for me, if I'm being honest. That's what confused me because he seems, as you say, more apologetic about the affair, whereas actually in the nicest possible way without being crude, I couldn't care less about him shagging the secretary at the moment. I'm more worried about the, the, the PPE situation, the people that was being discharged from hospital, going back into care homes with COVID that wasn't being tested and then spreading COVID like glitter in care homes and the thousands of people we've lost due to that. So actually, whether you're giving her one in the office or not really weren't at the top of my list. It, what people do behind closed doors, I mean, that's, that's another situation. My thing is always more how in your in your seniors like your position you had that the errors you had and to, to put your hands up and be more apologetic than that than the affair um i mean that the one truthful thing i i was pleased to, to hear was i think a few nights ago when and he, he didn't admit this at first i think charlene pulled him to one side a day or two after him going in there, I would have pulled him to side before we could have even put his bag down and picked a bed. I'd have, but that's a different story. Um, but when he eventually, after a couple of days, said, essentially, I think what I'm looking for is a bit of forgiveness, I thought, thank fuck, you, that's that's honesty there. Whereas at first, there was like the first couple of days when people said, why are you here? It was like, oh, politics, we want to get to another, a wider audience, got to go where the audience are. No, bullshit lies. That, that ain't the situation. Be honest. Walk in. Be a man about it. Put your balls on the table and go, look, I fucked up. I'm sorry. I want a bit of forgiveness. Like, I, I would have more respect for you for being honest than mm. t- telling more porky pie. So I'm glad that he did say that in the end. Is he going to win? I don't think as long as he's got a hole in his ass, he's going to win. But I think... Is I don't know if he'll go first. I think it's going to be a big indicator, actually. If he doesn't go first, I think he could probably last the duration. Um, I don't know. I don't think he'd be a finalist at all. But I reckon if he don't go first, he could do a good few days into the 
like the eviction process. Yeah. But yeah, but I have seen actually in the press today some of the friends and family of the Sebs have all started to fly out there. Yes, that's which is mad to think it, it's we're, we're we're getting into that part of the show now where people and once one goes, it's just every night bang bang bang. It seems to have just gone so quick, doesn't it? I've blinked and we're like already halfway. Like it's crazy. I'm gutted for them though because I always think though that, that one of the best parts about <laughs> being evicted, if, if you do, if you do get evicted early on, is at least she was going back to the Versace. She was going to a nice, stunning suite, having a lovely hotel. Do you know what I mean? Apparently this year they're not staying in the Versace. Oh. Yeah, so There's some sort of luxury though. After being in the jungle, all of that, no. Oh, I'm sure it'll still be a very yeah. tasty hotel. But yeah, yeah no for Sarchi for them. What's your thoughts on like a little prediction? Who's your winner? Oh, I think I'm a bit biased. I do love a bit of Babaton Day. I do. I do love I... him. It's just his commentary, the stuff that comes out of his mouth. He, he's cat. He's just got this. He's got this likability about him that I just want more. I'm just like, oh, I almost want to give him a cuddle. He's a really, really sweet man. I did a pilot with him about a year ago, mm. um, so I got to spend an afternoon and an evening with him. We was filming this thing, um, and it, it was just it's such a funny man and one of them people. And I've said already, I, I believe that when you're in that in that environment, you want someone of interest, you know what I mean? Someone that you can bounce off or someone that's going to pass the time. Because on all these shows, I'm sure you know from Love Island, mm-hmm. like time is a big thing. Like, when you're on a show and there's no going home, people like my friends that have done Jungle, Big Brother and all them kind of things. So when you're not going home, like every hour feels like a day. So mm-hmm. if, if you've got even just a couple of people you can chat with, vibe with, and bounce off that's what you need in a situation like that isn't it definitely yeah absolutely because you want to feel like home home away from home so if someone can give me that sort of enjoyment or that warmth I'm just going to gravitate them to them and I want them to be there forever so yeah he's yeah he's he's my who's your who's your prediction See, day one, which I mean, is always an early one to call, but I like to throw it out there. I was kind of like, it's always it's been a toss-up between the two, and I still very much, it's hard to call, but I think they're both going to be finalists. Jill and Mike. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, like, Jill, for me, it, I, I love, I, I think everyone in there, really, is, um, it's a it's a really good cast. It's a really good lineup. She seems amazing. That they've smashed it. Um, and Mike as well. I mean, I'm not a huge rugby player. Well, clear. I bet that's shocked. You nearly fell off your chair in shock there, Priscilla. I'm not a huge rugby player. <laughs> no Hashtag way. never played apart from a couple of games at school. And wasn't very good. I, I had the little gum shield and everything. Um, but yeah, it weren't my vibe. I didn't like getting mad but uh, I, I kind of like, I like the little, the spilling of royal tea. Do you know what I mean? That we turn around and like, I think it was like one of the first episodes where it was like, yeah, me and the missus, we both like to get smashed. I love that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, give me more, give me more. Chat, the rule of crowd. Spill the tea. Yeah, I was thinking, oh, I wonder if we're going to hear anything about Ari and Megan, but I, uh, I don't think that's happening. Yeah, no, he won't. He won't. Anything else caught you by my love? 
Oh, what has been going on? So I saw something briefly about Katie Price. Apparently, oh, never, I've seen this in the press. Yeah, apparently she was supposed to go on Celebs Go Dating with her ex. I believe it is Celebs Go Dating, if I'm correct. But it got cut. Yeah, yeah I was reading it. Apparently, um, her ex, Chris, when they was together, obviously, they had gone... Do you know sometimes... They do. I've not watched it for a little while, actually. Mm. But I think now they have couples going for couple therapy that aren't part of the agency as such. It's not the celebs that are, are looking. They kind of just do like couple advice. Yeah. And I think they like to do like some celeb couples. So apparently, Katie and Chris had gone on their first um, couple counselling. But I think it clashed with another one of her commitments. So that meant that E4 had to pull the footage and cut it from the show. Um, oh, that's and interesting. I think, I think it was Anna that was talking about it in a recent interview, Anna, um, one of the, the gurus. Um, and I think she was saying, yeah, that that's her dream, her, her dream kind of celeb, uh, to celebrity cancel. Like, what would the word be for that? Her, her dream, her dream yeah. celebrity couple cancellor candidate. I mean, oh. how many C's? <laughs> With oh. a mouthful of Vinnie's. That ain't easy to say. It's not, but that would have been... Well, I feel Katie in general, she's just TV gold. Like, she is yes. TV reality. we got to give her her flowers. She knows how to te- entertain us and keep us engaged. So to see her there, in therapy, ooh, that would have been interesting. That yeah, been- I definitely, yeah well, I, I think... Um, yeah, it definitely would have been interesting. And for, for her, though, I bet, cause you know what it's like, especially when... Um, when you're no longer with someone and you filmed TV with them, I bet looking back now, she's with someone else. Um, I bet she's kind of glad the footage was pulled, though, because there's nothing worse than if you ever see yourself. Because obviously things live forever, don't they? On ITV, up or various platforms, that would obviously be 4OD. And obviously the, the world of YouTube, them clips never go anywhere. <laughs> so would it would it be a bit of you that show or are you well and truly off <laughs> dating uh, on be, tv uh, do you know what dating on tv i don't think so i was asked to go on x on the beach i had to turn it down i declined you didn't fancy it I was thinking about going to look at my ex and just talk about everything in in the public eye i don't know if i'm a don't know if I could do that. And then yeah. there's another one in Canada. I think it's like The Bachelor or something like that. They called me to go on it. <laughs> Love that. And I was like, is there something on my head saying desperately <laughs> needing a date? <laughs> I think you did well to swerve that, though. If you don't want to be bumping in threats, there's nothing worse than having a film with your ex, especially if you've got an ex that likes to rewrite history uh, and completely changes what happened and rewrites the narrative even though everyone already knows um so yeah you might have done yourself a favor there actually because it, 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 it's a head fuck isn't it <laughs> oh, i think so yeah no dating show what else has gone on this week oh did you see heading over to the kardashian land now i always like to touch upon a kardashian kardashian slash jenna wherever i can did you see that Kendall Jenner has been spotted at Harry Styles' concert with Sister Kylie? Yes. See, my thing about this is being someone in the public eye, 
And I think you can agree yourself, just because I'm somewhere doesn't mean I'm necessarily doing something. She could just be a huge Harry Styles fan and just, you know, just want to support him. But then again, I mean, they were linked a couple of years ago. So who knows? <laughs> it all depends on how, how things parted and how the breakup was. I mean, yeah. if things end civil, because some relationships, you kind of both just sit down and go, you know, this ain't working. And when you're on the same page, there's no better thing than that because not one person's harboring something and no one's done someone wrong. Right. Whereas where the worm turns, when if someone's cheated on you, for instance, and not treated you very nice and embarrassed you and all that stuff, especially if it's public, um, would you go and sit through a, a show or whatever whatever your job was? No one really wants to go and work with the next, especially if it's not a, not a nice ex and hasn't ended on good terms. So they must get on all right. Um, so showing a little bit of support, which is nice. Hey, can we just can we just appreciate? I don't know if he's a bit of you, but Harry Styles just gets hotter and hotter. Like, I, I, when did this happen? Like, he was the... like One Direction. Yeah, that's done and evolved. Like he was in his cocoon and he's turned into this beautiful butterfly that has oh, a fantastic face and is an incredible musician that just makes you fall in love every time he performs. He looks like he's got a fantastic everything. I, um, I, I'm pretty, I'm going to have to be honest. I think he is my celeb crush. Mm, he's a bit of you. Yeah. Very much a bit of me, but only... Only very recently, do you know what I mean? It, it's not like I, I was never a big and no, no. Shade. I think just because of the nose things, so no shakes. I know, obviously, globally there was a lot of directioners out there that followed every, every single every album. I was, I was never that. Do you know what I mean? They had some absolute tunes, and they're still bangers when they come on in the car. The certain ones I'll turn up, and I'm like, yeah, tune. Um, but I was never a hardcore fan of the band as such. But Harry. Absolutely. Oh, I hear. It. I didn't pay attention to him either until he did this whole solo thing. And yeah, watermelon sugar high. Yeah, it's it's just yeah, blowing up. You know, he's his goals. So yeah, I'm reckoning that. Um, do you re- do you think it means him and Kendall are maybe back together? Because where people, you know, with people, like, especially if someone's seen it, people put two and two together. Whereas I think you wouldn't bait yourself up like that. If they was doing, if they was going for dinner, shall we say, if they was having a steak and chips or whatever, or going for a Big Mac, and you was trying to keep it on the DL, the last thing you would do is get packed to his concert with your famous sister as well, knowing that the press are going to pick up on it. It's one of them things that... I mean, especially when you're a Jenna and and Chris Jenner's your mum, you, you know how you, you know what what the game is. You know what I mean. You you would know how to how to play that better. If I think it just looks like an innocent night. I think it is an innocent night, especially because her and Travis just had their second baby as well. That that mm-hmm. baby's still pretty fresh. So when you're thinking about that, she must be think she might just be thinking everybody knows I've just had a newborn, mum of two. Although we did have history, I just want to have a good night with an incredible musician who happens to be my friend so I can also support him. So I'm going to go for friends, but yeah. 
you never really know what goes on because one moment that her and Travis is together, next moment they're co-parenting. So, I mean, what is it? A show, a shoulder to cry, a friend, a shoulder to cry on, or something? Can't remember the saying. I yeah. Don't know. <laughs> what was that? Your ex like that though. It might, but it might. Would be I, yeah. Would I be friends with an ex? As I say, it depends how the breakup ended. There's, mm. I, I mean, there isn't many exes like not besties uh, i think because there's always it's yeah there's always that thing i can't because you know some people are like they can come up best friends with their ex i mean it's very rare that i'm not on that level but it's always nice to be civil i'm just at a stage in my life and i think i I, maybe it's an age thing as well i would rather be able to smile at someone in the street than frown i just think life's too short there's so much shit going on in the world Actually, I think it's far easier to say hello, all right, if you bump into them, than to, to have beef, um, which is easier said than done if, if it's not been a bad a breakup. So, yeah, for me, if, if, it was, if it's a mutual thing or it's just one, even if it's not mutual, one's decided, but both was honest about it. For me, where it becomes a bit, a bit sticky and not so nice is when... Yeah, where, where if, if someone's cheated on you or treated you like shit and stuff like that. and Because it's, it's the, the ongoing part of that. Actually, it, it goes far beyond the act of someone cheating, I think. For me personally, I, I think, and for a lot of people, it's not even just so much it is at the time. But I think you carry that with you for a while. And, and it, it's the knock-on effect, what it does to people's like self-esteem and stuff like that uh, and people's confidence um, so there's, there's some exes I'd yeah go and have a, I'd have a toffee nut latte within Starbucks, and then there's some yeah that I uh, <laughs> I'd quite happily never see again. <laughs> Would you? Um. Oh, I'm a big let's go cordial, let's coexist in the same space. Yeah. Do I want to be your friend? Mm. I, I don't think I want to, I, I don't want to be your enemy either. Um, yeah. So I think just out of respect, I'd keep my distance, but I would want us, if we ever did bump into each other in a situation, just to be able to say, hi, you're right, good. Cause that one time you were everything I wanted. So I don't want to have that malice towards you. I don't want to have that kind of anger or hate in my heart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I do, would I hang out and come and support you at a show? Unless we genuinely have that relationship, which I think is very rare, probably not. Mm. <laughs> if I'm being honest with you, probably not. But um, but then their circles kind of cross over. I mean, I can't. Yeah. So in that situation, they were probably around each other a lot more and got used to co- coexisting to the point that they can be friends like that. But if I don't have to be around yeah. you, I think I'd rather. I wouldn't. And just for my partner's sake, because in my head, I was like, oh, what does Travis think about you going to the show? I, I, I agree. For me, the, the negativity part is, I just don't think anyone should harbour. There's so much stress and shit the last few years, just in the world in general. And life can be stressful and hard enough, can't it? So actually, why carry anything you don't have to? So actually, I'm a big believer that actually indifferent is a, an all right place to be because okay. you, know, you know when people go, oh, I hate him or I hate her, hate's an emotion. 
and believe it or not, hate's very close to love. It's very passionate to hate someone. Actually, you've got to be at a, at a stage where actually you wouldn't give him the steam off your own piss. And you're like, actually, hello, you're right. But ain't on my radar. Oh, little small. Oh, are we going to um, be WhatsApping each other or giving you relationship advice? Absolutely not. But yeah, being different. Don't harbour anything negative. Um Again, it all depends on, on the situation and the breakup, though. Look, us, we're like a couple of dating gurus, aren't we? <laughs> Watch out, Anna and Paul will be after their job. I know. <laughs> There's a new Fair East in town. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Um, yeah, it's been a busy old week, showbiz land. I was thinking if anything... I think, I think that's about it. Um, I'm really, really excited about tonight's show. Obviously, lovely to be joined by you. Great little pre-chat, spilling the tea and getting all the gossip. I knew we'd have an absolute fab show. And we've got some incredible guests. So we are joined by Drag Race UK, baby. And from the mole, we have got William Richardson, the winner. So... We have got a right little reality fest going on right here, and I'm here for it. Let's get baby on and talk all things drag race. Yes. So excited to have you on the show. I knew you wouldn't fail, but can we just talk your look? You're giving me life, babe. You look stunning. I've got a little like, leopard print that will see moment as well. I wanted to be like Oh, cute. love a bit of leopard. Oh. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? And I love Wild. your... I love I love the name. My dog's called Baby. It's a sign. I just feel like it was meant to happen. Do you know what I mean? I feel like we're <laughs> via your dog. Yeah. <laughs> what have you been up to? Busy, busy girl. Oh, very, very busy. Um, just lots of things and lots of stuff. And I think it's when I'm kind of seeing my career kind of like start to like manifest itself. No, like I'm traveling a lot now and I got to go to like Dundee and do a show out there and then go straight to Newcastle and live a little like tour life moment. Obviously my music's out. It was like filming the music video for that the other day and that's coming out soon. Like lots of really cool things are happening. So yeah, I'm really good. Oh, can we get a sneak peek of what the music video is looking like? Can you give us some concepts? The concept, it's... Um, Kind of like very like dystopian, futuristic, a bit gritty, a bit dark, a bit cool. I think it's going to be major. I think it's going to be major. Of course I would, but like, I think it's, I think you guys are really going to like it. Yeah. Mm. I think it's going to be a little, and music is truly where your passion's at, isn't it, babe? Yeah. I mean, I've always been like a performer type dancer, really acting person, but I feel like music is the place where I get to really express myself. Because obviously I feel like when I'm normally like touring and performing, I'm normally lip syncing other people's songs. So obviously while like you get a taste of what I'm into because obviously I'm performing to it, to have your own music is like such a better representation of who I am. So that's where like I'm really vibing that. I'm really getting to do that. And yeah, I'm enjoying it. Do you find it quite therapeutic to, to write song lyrics? I said, yeah, I mean... I think I'm one of those very like internal people where I need to like think and process everything and I think writing the lyrics kind of helps me express those things and kind of like have a conversation with myself and go oh like why do I want to talk about that what is that triggering in my head that I need to verbalize that and it kind of like a therapy session in a way and kind of helping me understand my things outside of music and just like life it's really interesting. So yeah I can really understand it because I'm a big one for writing things down and 
if, if I can't physically write it, obviously, like a lot of people, I'll put notes on my phone. But for me, there's something very cathartic about just putting pen to paper, like, Everywhere mm. I have, pads, notebooks. I just loved, and I have to have one in my bedside table. Don't know what it is with my brain. The minute my head hits the pillow, I start thinking about things. And I start writing, <laughs> nothing really of any use. It's not like I'm uh, cracking the Da Vinci Code or anything. This is like a stream of consciousness. You just need to, yeah, let it out. <laughs> Got to write it down. I'm like, oh, Craven Dow in the morning. Yeah. Just in case I wake up and forget that I'm, I need milk. Um, so, so yeah, you both, I, do you find it easier to write things down than to communicate so then to communicate what's on your mind so you'll rather write than talk so I, i'm a big you, talker oh, okay so it doesn't matter it's just another vessel no a big talker like for me i'm the person that i need to press everything if i'm in a relationship i'm like what's happening let's talk about our feelings why do we feel like this like i'm very i think that's why sometimes it takes me a bit longer to write because i feel like when i'm just talking i can kind of just release it whereas like when it's writing it's like okay like how do I want to say that what does that mean what's the narrative behind that why that particular word why that use of language and I really kind of like dissect it so songwriting to me I'm still like getting into a flow of it feeling very natural but I think I like to be very intentional with everything so I never just kind of write something and was like why why <laughs> but baby obviously got to talk about drag race for a bit I'll go on girl how did you find the experience for me, I mean, girl, it's just, it's hard. It's hard. Like, drag Race is hard. It's called the Olympics of Drag for a reason. It was just, and I think what funny thing is, like, I think obviously people see my run in the show and they're going, oh, that's a competition. The actual, like, drag side of it is, like, cool. Like, I'm good at stuff. Like, I run some stuff. I'm cool. Do you know what I mean? But I think that couple of people, like, being on a set, like, you're away from your family, you don't really have contact with anybody, you're in a hotel room, like, you're doing long days, like, that kind of work environment of being on a reality TV show, which is a lot for me. And I was like, mm, like, I'm quite a sensitive, creative, little precious soul. So that kind of like big like TV world was quite like intense for me. And I think where obviously you don't really have much control of what's going on because you are a participant in the show, it's you don't have as much control over things. And I like to make my things and present them in the way that I want to have them and have, do you get what I mean? Like I like to present myself in that way. And I think it's very vulnerable putting trust in those people to present you in the right way and present you accurately but I'm really happy that they did and I'm really happy that they did it and they showed me as the lovely human being that I am so I'm really really happy yeah but it was fucking hard <laughs> I will say that and do you have any regrets about leaving because not many people voluntarily walk from the show do they it's a very brave thing and, and I think shows you're strong-minded to go actually I'm bowing out I think for me, like, I don't even have any regrets. I think my main regret potentially is, like, not leaving earlier, to be honest. Like, I wasn't feeling myself from, like, the moment I walked in there. If you ask one of the girls, I think one of the girls that did look to me when I first walked in, they were like, are you OK? And I was like, no. <laughs> so, so from the beginning, I was kind of just like, right, I'm here now. You know, we've invested all this time, invested all this money. It is Drag Race. Let's just give it our best go. So, like by like third episode I think if you've watched that episode in the critiques I'm not even really talking that much I'm kind of just like smiling and nodding because I'm just like out of it by that point do you know what I mean so like I feel like I wish I called it a little bit earlier but everything happens for a reason I got to do the lip sync with Dakota got to have a little moment then got to go out <laughs> Amen and how are you feeling now like to ask obviously it's filmed way in advance isn't it so from filming that to obviously it hitting <laughs> hitting the screens to where you are now do you feel in a better place um yeah I think obviously 
everything's all really fresh. It only happened a couple of weeks ago. Well, like everything got announced and everything's been out. So I think I'm just adjusting to like people like recognizing me when I'm out in the street and stuff and people being like really sweet. Like that's a lot, but like on the whole, I'm very, I'm enjoying life. I'm enjoying life and I'm like enjoying doing all like, the sick like music video stuff and like traveling. I'm enjoying just like being my little pop star moment. So that's really fun to see um, <laughs> in a happy place. <laughs> What's one of Love your favourite moments from um, the season out of all of the the trials tasks you did? Oh, I think um, the girl group challenge, just because I was in my bag. I was in my bag for girl group. I loved it. That was when I was just like, oh, I could do this. I like this one. I'm good at this. Because normally if it's like, like improv, I was a bit like, oh gosh, like, I can't really do that. Like, what do I do? But for girl group, it was like, what? Singing and dancing and performing and choreographing. And I was like, yes, like perfect. So I was in my element for that. That and Southern Challenge, because Dakota was my girl. So, like, I think we had, like, hot chocolate in the cast, like, the, like, the day before, literally. It was like, oh, look, I really want to do something with you. We've been in teams. And then the next day, it was like, Dakota and Baby. We were like, oh, my God, get out. So we were just like, oh, my God, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. And, like, yeah, no, those are two of my moments where I just really had so much fun. Mm, oh, that's lovely. Love that. Baby, I wanted to ask, obviously, because a lot of people have been talking about it on social media. And, mm. and as you know, social media is such a huge thing now. The Drag Race social media team have come under fire. Um, yes. What's your thoughts on it? Um, you know what it is? Um, for me, I think where in the past, you know, Taste, Tea Coffee, Vanity Milan, Astina have all kind of spoken about what, how we get treated as Black queens coming from Drag Race especially. So I think with that already being information that was out there, the conversation that was all being had, to then have that mistake happening from within the BBC team was a bit like, dude, like really. That's why I'm just like, it's embarrassing. And it was embarrassing, but I'm happy that they kind of took the initiative to go, yo, like, we're sorry. It was a mistake. You no, know, we are genuinely sorry for anybody who's hurt by that. And the fact that they were prepared to like make that much of an apology is a big step. So a win is a win. A win is a win. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely go absolutely oh, thank you so much for joining us thank this you. evening it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show lovely meeting you thank you so much for having me you're Bye. welcome take care babes take care bye-bye <laughs> she's gorgeous so much oh. good energy yeah great vibe great look as well mm. loving the leopard print yeah stunning wig if you was to do Drag Race, what one task would you want to compete in? Oh, do you know what? Snatch um, game. Snatch game. Yeah. Who would you be? Oh, what a question. Who would I be? That's really tough. There's so many iconic people I'd love to do. Um, who would I be? That's tough. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, actually. Because the thing is, as well, I think you've got to be at, well, obviously, you've got to nail it and absolutely smash it. So there's people that obviously I think are, that are iconic and I'd love to do them. And I think I, I even know the looks I could do, the wig I could do for it. Mm. But I've got one of them voices that people literally hear me two aisles up the road in Sainsbury's. And they're like, oh, we heard you from the next up. And like, if I call people, on the, I've just got one of them voices and I can't, like, I can't do accents at all. I can't speak any other way apart from this. So that would be the thing that let me down, really. But, um, yeah, good question, though. Good question. What about you? 
Oh, what would I, do you know what? I think it might be the girl group challenge. Iconic. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think I'll just bring lead singer energy, main character energy. Got my little dancing, my singing moves. I think I'd, I'd do quite well. Yeah, definitely. You bring in your energy to that. Me bringing my big dick energy to Snatch going, we've got this. <laughs> <laughs> on, that, on that note, let's get the lovely William in. Hello, William. You all right? How are you? I'm doing great. Hey. Really good. How are you Thank guys you doing? Thank you for joining us. Thank you. So of lovely course, to have you on course. the show. It's my pleasure. Are you up early there? What's, what's the time where you are? We're almost, we're around noon here. It's like 11 something, almost 11, I think. Not bad. Oh, sure, but in lunchtime, we're just about to eat, eat dinner time. <laughs> oh, yes. The time, time change is different, huh? It throws oh, me that's off. Big. So, yeah. And I think and we got... owe you a congratulations, Mr. Winner. Thank you. Ah, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. How does it feel? Uh, I think at first it's a little surreal, uh, especially like, we watched it the same time everybody else did. So it's like, we get to see it the first time the same way everybody else did. And like watching it back, you're like, oh, we did do that. Or like that did happen. So it's uh, it's weird watching yourself, really. Was you happy watching it back with how, how you come across and how the show was edited? Yeah, I mean, I think that's always a, a, like a big fear of a lot of people is like you put yourself out there and you are completely vulnerable for how anybody wants to interpret you. Um, and I mean, myself, like I'm beyond grateful for, you know, I thought I got to come off as my authentic self. And it's like things I thought like were me being me that they, I was like, oh, they never used that. It's like ended up being in there. I was like, it's just 100 percent me. So I was very thankful for that. And you walked away underground, Richard. So I um, mean, uh -huh. yeah, so you, uh -huh. you edit me how you want. When I've got 100 bags <laughs> in the bank, I don't care. <laughs> uh, a hundred, $100,000 changes a lot of things. Want... It certainly does. It, yeah, it, it's, it's a lovely little prize that I wouldn't mind winning that. William, what made you want to sign up to the show? Was it the underground or? No, so honestly, um, I didn't audition. It was, I was contacted and it was basically a thing. It was like, Hey, look, we have this amazing show, this amazing opportunity. It's the time of your life. And we are looking at a, like a description of what they're looking for. And it's like point for point is you. And we're like, they're like, we think you're perfect for this. Would you care if we submitted you? And I was like, no, oh, I don't care. Like, you don't, you don't think much of it at first. And I'm like, go for it. I don't care. Like, you know, you can put my name in there. And then like four months later, I'm packing a bag for Australia. I'm like, wow, that's, uh, this is pretty serious, huh? <laughs> well, serious. Yeah, absolutely smashed it. Are you quite big on gut instincts? Because from the back, you, you called it, didn't you? Yeah. So that's the other thing is like with editing and everything is like you, you have to have a show that like keeps people guessing and you don't want anybody to give it away. But I mean, yeah, I, compared to a lot of people, which is crazy to me, for me, it's relatively early is when I got like a suspicious instinct around probably what you guys would see as like episode three um, is like where I was very suspicious. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy to think not one other person voted for her. 
Like that's that's the part that blows me away the most. It was is... joy for me. I'm not gonna lie. At the beginning, how it looked, I was like, Joy, you're not doing very well. You look very suspicious. So you your gut instinct is very strong, I'd say that. Yeah, it's I see for me it was similar to how you thought though, it was the opposite for me. Cause I'm like, I look at like people's mannerisms and like their emotions and like, you know, those are the things I was really focusing on through this process. And Joy was so like emotionally invested. And it was like a lot of those decisions she made that people called crazy to me, I was like, that's somebody who's scared and the mole's not going to be scared. I'm like that went the, the, the famous $25,000 bet. I'm like, that's somebody who's scared. Like, that's the way I looked at it, which is like why I crossed joy off immediately <laughs> is those were the, the differences in like how I viewed people versus, you know, how other people looked at the situation. Yeah, absolutely. Is that something that you've always had in life? Because I think I'm a bit like you in, in terms of, I would say in my friendship group, all know me as the guy, like, um, they're all like Bobby and his gut instinct. Because when I feel something so strongly, like I've got a touch of the witchy poo about me. Every time I go and have, I'm going off on a bit of a tangent, but if I have like tarot readings, every kind of witch or psychic says to me, you could kind of do what we do. Some people just have that kind of sixth sense and whether you're aware of it or not, have you always had that? Yeah, so it's interesting you say that because my, my parents will tell you is I've always called it energy. I think every, you know, everybody kind of looks at it something different, but my friends, you know, my family, they'll all tell you, I'll walk into a room and if I'm not comfortable, like I feel overwhelmed with like a negative energy and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be here. Like, this is not my zone. This is not my spot. So for me, I feel the same thing about energy towards people. It's like, realistically, I can meet somebody one time and back. I probably never want to hang out with you again. Like your yeah. energy was very, very toxic to me. So I don't like want to like, you know, experience that again. And that was so beneficial in this show because it's like, to me, it, it almost looks like common sense when a lot of people like were looking at things differently. And I was just like, I was, you know, expressing and feeling people's energy and I'm like, this person's energy does not match what the criteria of the mole's position would be. And I, I, I just really went so heavily on that and it ended up paying off. I mean, it could have equally gone you know, bad, I guess, but I can't second guess it now. So always in your gut, did you have a strategy going in? Yeah. So like I said, my biggest, <laughs> my biggest strategy was honestly to use my looks to an advantage, but not the way people thought. I think it's very disarming when you see somebody who's six, six, you know, 250 pounds with a spray tan. It's like big jock dummy. Like he's not going to be anything to worry about. Just let him carry stuff and like get it over with. But I'm also a super analytical person. And so I came in with a very analytical approach to things, understanding, you know, a simple process through elimination on these quizzes is you can't leverage yourself too heavily early on because no matter what anybody says my gut instinct or not the first three episodes you're rolling dice like yeah. it is really unfortunate for the you know the first three couple people who got eliminated because i mean you are trying to spread your answers as much as possible so i think my approach going in is i knew that I knew how I was going to be voting early. I knew I wasn't going to leverage myself too heavily one way or another. But 
in all fairness, a lot of it, I mean, unless you go like all in from the very beginning, then I wouldn't say it's luck. Um, but a lot of it is luck early on. You have to play a very safe and analytical voting game in the beginning. But a lot of it is, you know, who got luckier? Who got, you know, who guessed one group over the other group and got it right? I guess it's a bit like the game Clue. I think in the States you call it Clue, isn't it? Like the, the, the very beginning part, you haven't really got much to go on, haven't you? It's not until you kind of get mid-game or towards the end where in your edge, you're already two steps ahead thinking, right, this yep. is this is where we're at. So a, yep. a fascinating show. I, I think it's an absolute incredible watch and so, so pleased for you, mate, honestly. Got to ask you before I let you go, have you spent your money on anything yet? If not, what are you going to spend your 100 bags on? Yeah, no, it's honestly sitting, uh, it's sitting pretty right now. I haven't touched it. Um, I'm going to invest some of it. I'm going to put some into savings. And then I think uh, the question that everybody has asked that you're going to get the first answer to officially. I think the first thing I'm going to spend money on is I'm going to travel a little bit. I've been wanting to travel a lot. So I think that will be the first, like the first place the money actually goes. Oh, good for you. Well, you deserve it. You've absolutely smashed it. <laughs> I appreciate that so much, guys. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for joining us, William. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you, You're William. welcome. Take care. Enjoy your travel. You guys still. Bye. Thank you, guys. Oh, become a blur when he said six foot six. <laughs> <laughs> Viking vibes. What a Viking. lovely, lovely man. Yeah. Yes. Oh, incredible. What a lovely, lovely show. Fab guests, fab co-host. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. How have you found it? This hour has flown by. I feel like I can talk to you forever. Like I've had so much I know. Isn't it crazy when you just vibe? Yeah. It's, it's just absolutely flown by. Any plans for the rest of the week, my love? Oh, yes. I'm going to have a spa day because it's my cousin's birthday. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's so that I'm really, really looking forward to. Because self-care, I think it's really important with all our busy lives and everything that's going on. So, yeah, that should be good. And then I'm off to Paris the week after. Oh, lovely. On a romantic trip. Oh, I wish. There's no one on the horizon right now. Gosh. That's why I'm getting invited to all them dating shows. <laughs> well, no, you might you want a lovely French man over there. Oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been twice. I wouldn't say it's if you've gone on a romantic one because I wouldn't want a jinx shirt. I've been to Paris twice with two exes and the clues in the title, they're both exes. So some say the most romantic city in the world. I'm not too sure. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe I just took the wrong man. Maybe, maybe it'd be different. If Harry Styles took me to Paris and took me up the Eiffel Tower, I'm sure we'd have a lovely time. Absolutely. Have you got anything planned? Well, apart from Harry Styles taking me up the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> um, <laughs> what have I got planned? I've got a friend's birthday, uh, Friday night, which will be nice. Um, and then seeing family at the weekend. So pretty, yeah, pretty much uh, a childish one. Lots of eating. Oh, I love that. Basically, yeah. It's, don't you think, especially when it starts getting to winter for me, I know, like, especially it, when it starts getting a bit cold, I go into hibernation mode because it gets dark so early. And I'm always thinking about food and eating, really. <laughs> and they both make me happy and if I can do it in bed even better that's like my holy trinity 
<laughs> Amen. Yeah, goals. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. I've got to think what I'm gonna have for my dinner now. But uh, <laughs> on that note, enough about my stomach. Thanks for listening, guys. Been an absolute pleasure. Hope you've enjoyed the show, and I'll be back next week. Take care. <laughs>